Abed and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Happy to Monday. Hope you're all doing well. First thing we got is a voicemail from John Allen Large over at Red Dice Diaries. Go ahead, John. Hey, Glenn. It's John here from the Red Dice Diaries. Just been listening to your episode where you're talking about how to introduce critters into various games. And you the examples you used of introducing Middlelands creatures into games. Now, that's a, a really good point, actually. Now, I've always thought of the Middlelands as being a bit like the old sort of Eberron setting when they bought it out for 3.5, I think, where part of the idea was that it had to be a setting where, like, with a bit of tweaking, any sort of thing from core D&D could be fitted into Eberron. And I've always thought the same about the Midlands. But like you say, a little bit of tweaking may be required. In fact, I really love the idea of this. I think I'm probably going to do some sort of blog articles or something like that on it in the future, maybe looking at specific monsters and how they could be incorporated into like the Midlands sort of mythology. So I just wanted to thank you for the inspiration and for putting that episode out there. Really enjoyed listening to it. Take care, dude, and all the best. Thank you very much, John. I appreciate it. Glad you liked the thing about introducing monsters into a game world. And I'm looking forward to seeing any kind of blog post or anything you do on that subject. So, thank you. Well, well, well. I had a Sunday game, which is unusual. Looks like I got another group starting. And it was mostly, you know, fans like you who lived in here in Oklahoma City. They wanted to... These guys couldn't find a group, so it's like, all right, here, I'll run something. And I ended up running my demo for Swords and Wizardry Light. I ended up running the Mouth of Doom, and as I was running it, it was very interesting because I really hadn't picked apart Swords and Wizardry Light's rules. And I realized there's such a thing, there's rules light versus stripped down. Sometimes rules light can be stripped down, but there's others that they basically reformulate the same thing. And it just, it works as an easier uh, thing like that. For instance, BX Essentials, stripping it down to, they're just doing light. They're doing just, here's how to play. Here's here's how the monsters work. Here's how the hits work. Here's how the spells work. Let's go type of thing, which I like. Now, there's that. Then there's what I call stripped down, and Swords and Wizardry Light would fall into this category. And there's something to be said for stripping down on any game you want. What you basically have to do is look at it and figure out what works. What What's the minimum you can do to this, and it'll still work. You strip it back, you strip it back. If you do too much, you figure out... You look at it, you figure out where you have to put some stuff back to for clarification and things like that. Because as far as these kind of games, these are like intro games for newbies, but they're also fun for old hands like me who want to sit around a game table or a convention table or something like that and play something and don't want to think about it too hard. And so you want to do a stripped-down version of whatever rules you're, you're doing. I mean, there's also things like Mm. Uh, starter kits, starter, you know, starter packs, things like that. D&D's done it, TNT's done it, other games has, have done it. They give you the stripped-down version of the rules, give you some pre-gens and go. Usually it's free to get you 
to understand the game and maybe buy the game, which is nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's kind of what Swords and Wizardry Light does and Continue Light. Because the one, one aspect of it, a big aspect of it, is to sell Swords of Wizardry. But at the same time, they've stumbled upon something that's really easy to play on short notice. Because it strips it down. Now, like I said, Light is a reconfiguring of the rules, slimming it down, slimming the rules. But stripping down of the rules, you got to do stuff like, okay, what is the minimum armor and what's the maximum armor you can... What's the minimum armor classes that I could use and still have this game? In other words, how much equipment should I put out there for the players? Matt's been running out of the rule book for that black box, new easy-to-master D&D game set, which is based on rule cyclopedia, and it is stripped down. It is stripped down things like I, there's only three types of armor. I think it's leather, chain, and plate. That's it. There's no banded mail. There's no studded leather. There's no this, no that. And that works. In Swords and Wizardry Light, you have stats, like any other game like this. You have stats and you have stat pluses, but instead of, there are no minuses in the game. Most of them are plus zero with the rule that any stat over 15 gets a plus one to use when you're using that stat. Also in things like strength to hit, dexterity to whatever. But you get a plus one, that's it. That's all you need. And as Game Master, I can hand out other pluses if I want. So that's the kind of thing you have to do. And also things like restricting the levels, like Swords and Wizardry Light, just like Redbox D&D, it goes up to level three. After level three, you may go in any direction. That's the beauty part about this. You send them up for three levels, and that black box I was talking about goes up to five levels. But after that... They have the option of continuing what they're doing with Swords and Wizardry Continual Light, or they can go to Swords and Wizardry Core or another type game system. They know the basics of an old school game now. Another thing is cutting down the use of dice. Swords and Wizardry Light, again, this is not a plug for Swords and Wizardry Light, but it's, it's a great example. There are only two types of dice you need to play Swords and Wizardry Light. A D20 and about four D6s. That's it. Because other than to hit, which you use a D20, every single thing in there from the hit points to the hit dice to the damage that the weapons do is a D6. If you have a high strength, you can have plus one. Some weapons may do a D6 plus one. Or things like that. Keeping that simple. It's easy to do. If you have monsters and you can do it in one line. They need hit points, they need hit dice, they need AC, they need movement. Any special abilities, just write one line under there and go. Ghouls, paralyzation for X amount of out of turns, whatever D6 turns. Now remember, whatever you do, it's a D6, it's a D6, it's a D6. So that has that going for it and the fact that you can publish it on four pages. If you can keep the page count down, you're golden. They managed to get it down to four 
pages. It still plays. It's a wonderful system. Like I said, there's others out there that can benefit from the stripped down method. There are others that have been stripped down that works, like the aforementioned D&D book I talked about. So if you need to do that, and that's great for kids too. That's great if you're getting into little kids into role-playing games using something like Swords and Wizardry Light or one of the myriad of games out there like Hero Kids and things that, that like drive-through RPG cells. That's that's good too. But if you want, if you just want that, you just strip down a, a regular D and D game, and it still works. I mean, it's still you know D twenty versus armor class, and they're only going to get if they're only going to the third level. They're only going to get so many spells, and you can pick the spells too, to to reflect that. Another another way to go is cutting down the equipment. Either give a, either give a limited equipmentness. I'm not talking about armor and and, and weapon. I'll get to that in a minute. In the limited list, equipment list or like stars and wizards you, you do you do adventuring packs. It has pack A and pack B. If you go to continue light, you get a pack C. But once again, you're keeping it simple. Pick a pack and go. There is a limited equipment list on there too. If you want to buy something that's not in there. You can buy it, and it's cheap. Continual Light carries this on, Swords of Wizardry Continual Light, by adding things like subclasses. And all subclasses are, are, are just tweaks to the regular four classes. You may get a plus here, you may get a minus there, you may get a special ability. It's a subclass. Also, that affects level advancement. Another thing you can cut back on, level advancement. The best way to do it is to go adventure-based and not experience point-based. Where's the Wizardry Light? Again, you're a first-level character. You do two adventures, you're a second-level character. You do three adventures, you're a third-level character, etc., etc., etc. Continue Light goes up to seven and it's the same thing. Subclasses are different. They add an adventure. You have to you have to do one more adventure than whatever the base class it's based on gets to advance because you're doing a subclass and you're a little better. Simple, simple. So cutting down, stripping down a role playing game versus a light role playing game. That's pretty much where it is right where it is right now. Think about doing that sometime if you want to introduce somebody to role playing or you want to introduce kids or something like that. So, there's my advice. Take it or leave it, and I'm going to go start my day. So, if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, give me a holler over at oldmangrognar@gmail.com or vo- or voicemail me on Anchor. And remember, we are sub- subsidized we are monetized in as little as fifty cents, a, fifty cent, ninety-nine cents a month. You too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And thank you to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Mark, and Juan Carlos for your support. I appreciate that. And don't forget, there is also Tom Wilson's Off the Beaten Path City Excursions Kickstarter. It's going until next Friday, the nineteenth. Get in on it. It's great stuff. You've got all sorts of plot hooks and adventures for any kind of role-playing game. and different. He's done with some different terrains. Now he's doing city excursions. So check them out. You, you'll like them. Go over to kickstarter.com. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? 
comments, send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.